What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Bobby Mason Audio Experience. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me, personally. Also, a big shout-out to Educating Entrepreneurs. Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Guys, this podcast is created for all of you because, you know what, the world of entrepreneurship is seriously viewed as this glitzy, heroic career with all these guaranteed pathways to riches and success when, just to be completely honest, you don't just snap your finger and bang, have the mansion, have the travels, have all the pretty ladies. That's just not how it works. So in the Bobby Mason audio experience, we actually have real entrepreneurs on the show. I'm personally a serial entrepreneur after starting 15 companies. And essentially this entire show is just about entrepreneurship and sharing our entrepreneurial stories, our life lessons, our success methods, and lastly, really being honest about our royal F-ups. So thank you so much for listening. You guys can find this podcast anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. You know, iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those good things. So without further ado, let's get to the show. Thank you so much again, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Oh, what is up, everyone? <laughs> Got Brandon laughing out of the gate. Oh, hey, everyone. Nice to see you there. It's a little later than normal, but you know what? It's because we're busy. And we're busy because we just launched our second course today. And so I'm going to give you a little summary of what this second course is about. I don't know. Deal with me. But the second course is co-founding the right way. I'm super pumped about this course. So you figured out the brilliant idea that you're going to start your company with. So you grab your best friend and your brother to start the company together. In your excitement to get started, you and your two co-founders fail to do your due diligence by learning more about each other's expertise, more about your motivations, and more about your resources. And to make matters even worse, you scurry along and you divide your equity into even thirds. After all, this is the most obvious thing to do because you all love each other and you want to make sure everyone's treated fairly. Yeah. And then two months later, the company is booming, but there's one small problem. You realize your best friend has barely touched the project since you started. And to make matters even worse, when you bring up the issue, your best friend informs you that he will be leaving the company. And he also deserves to keep a third share in the venture. Now, you and your brother are essentially doing all the work while your best friend gets paid an equal share of the profits. Still excited about jumping into a partnership without learning the basics of forming a strong co-founder relationship? I sure hope not. Because you know what? This little scenario has it really it explains my life many, many times. So maybe, maybe you're one of those people that are still excited to jump in without learning more about your co-founder. Maybe, but I can guarantee you that someday you won't be happy about it. But this won't happen to me, Bobby. I'm not you. I don't deal with these experiences. Plus, if I go into business with one of my best friends, we're going to get along great. Hmm. Yeah. I hear that statement all the time. And yet, 
believe it or not, two-thirds of startups end up failing because of disagreements between founders. Because founding isn't as simple as drawing up an agreement and shaking some hands over it. In fact, there are actually eight steps required to build a co-founding team. Eight. And I believe these eight steps, and this is what I'm putting in the course, I believe these eight steps will help any entrepreneur win that entrepreneurial game with an, a co-founder by their side, all right? So the first step is identifying what you need in a co-founder. The second step is pre-selecting your co-founder through a series of interviews. The third step is assigning the proper roles and the responsibilities to your co-founder. The fourth step is taking regular weekly or monthly co-founder dates. The fifth step, splitting equity the right way. The sixth step, creating an airtight founders collaboration agreement for protection. The seventh step, negotiating and learning from co-founder conflict. And the eighth step, fixing co-founder mistakes to avoid startup failure. All right, so essentially guys, I want you to take this course. I want everyone that's interested in entrepreneurship to take this course because the course is going to teach you everything you need to know prior to jumping into the world of entrepreneurship with a co-founder. So I don't want you to go into the whole founder relationship thing blind. I want you to use the experiences of me and other people that have done it countless times and have made a crap ton of mistakes. And I want you to learn from those mistakes so you don't have to go through it yourself. Because honestly, I created this course because I've had so many co-founder conflicts that have left me just beaten down or it's left me without a share in the company or they've even had to blow up a company because of co-founder mistakes. And that's just detrimental to everything you work for. And there are so many simplistic things you can do to avoid those mistakes that I needed to create this course for you. So boom, bang, bingity bop, just figure that out, which is sweet. I'm happy it's launching. Um, you guys can find it in the show notes. Also, the reason why we're so late to the party this week or today, the Bobby Mason Auto Experience, why we so late today? That's the question. Yeah, there we go. Um, is because we're getting a little overwhelmed with a lot of stuff. And um, we just had a whole lot of clients schedule quotes today for Three Timbers. Yes, that's another company that we're working on right now. So I actually went to nine potential clients, probably sent... I don't know. It's probably going to be about $20,000, $30,000 in bids. Actually, it's probably going to be more than that. And the problem is I am so out of practice on giving bids on landscaping. I legitimately don't know. And I cannot remember how long it takes to do certain projects and what it should cost. I'll give you an example. Let's hope this one client, potential client doesn't listen to this podcast, which I'm going to assume that she won't because I don't want her to know I'm inept. Um, yeah, a bunch of Chilton edging. So that's stone edging. 
I went there to figure out a quote on roughly 500 feet of Chilton edging. And it's been like eight years since I've had to quote a project like that, or we've done a project like that. And I do not remember how long it takes. <laughs> so it's going to be really freaking hard for me to give a quote because believe it or not, even if you've been in an industry, once you walk away for a long time, you forget stuff about that industry. And like, it feels like I'm starting from scratch. It feels like I'm trying to relearn everything on the fly. And even though we've already had a successful landscaping company in the past, it, it feels like currently, I, I feel like a beginner. Like I legitimately feel like I've never done this before. The idea of adding employees freaks me out. The idea of taking on these projects, which we've done many times in the past, it legitimately feels like I'm doing it for the first time. And it also freaks me out because I feel like I don't know how to do it right. And um, hmm, I don't, yeah, wow. It's, it's actually weird. It's like I'm legitimately getting the same butterflies. I'm feeling the same sense of fear that I le hmm, had in eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade Bombi was feeling the same concerns and fears that 26-year-old Bobby is currently feeling starting the company a second time around. I don't know why. I think, honestly, it feels different this time around because it's just me alone. And when I made mistakes before with my other founders, at least we had a buddy-buddy system and we had someone else to share that risk with and we had someone else to share the blame with and we had someone else to figure it out with. And now I just feel like, oh, I make a mistake. That's pretty scary because that's all on me. And uh, yeah, it's a little overwhelming. I, I don't even know why it's overwhelming, but it is. So yeah, I think we're going to find that I'm going to be doing some later podcasts over the not too distant future because it's just hard because I've been starting every day around 530 and I've been gone until, yeah, like this time six. So I get in a solid 12 hours of three timber stuff. And then I get home and it's time to lock down and educating entrepreneur stuff. It's time to make sure we're all on the same page with real estate investing stuff. And it's just, it's just a lot, right? And I'm excited about it, but I'm also nervous about it. So with that, I think this is a shorter episode. I think if you guys are really bored, you should check out a video on my Instagram page that I'm going to launch here, or you can look at the Mason gang. Um, yeah, got a video coming out on mm, a couple days ago, what I kind of do on a regular average day. So check that out if you're interested in being entertained by my life. And with that, I will see you tomorrow. I think tomorrow I'll actually update you on my goals for May because I think all of us should be making goals and why not share that with all of you. So with that, love all of you. Have a great night. <laughs>